vibrant, vibrant, vibrant music teaching. Proven and practical tips, strategies, and ideas for, for music, music teachers. This is the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I'm Nicola Canton, and today we're talking about time-saving tips. Hello, beautiful teachers. Welcome back to the show. So this week on the blog, there is a fantastic guest roundup post, so meaning lots of different guests giving their input on how to manage your time as a neurodivergent piano teacher or music teacher. There are some fantastic perspectives over there. Here on the podcast, what I want to share with you is a couple of time-saving tips that are maybe more general, sort of for everyone type tips that I hope will be helpful for you. And these are actually taken from the Vibrant Music Teaching membership. So they're normally only available inside the membership, but I've pulled them out to give you a sneak peek, even if you're not a member. The first little excerpt I want to share with you is from our course Lesson Time Liberators. So these are tips that let you save time inside your lessons. If you find you're constantly running out of time in your actual lessons, and you don't get to do everything you want to do with your students, common issue, I know, then this one might be the one for you. Now, this is actually the final lesson in the course, hence the start of this little clip. Here it goes. And finally, you can flip things, meaning like a flipped classroom, you can flip your studio as well. So you can do this with theory, as I do with my Thinking Theory workbooks. I made videos to go along with all of them, so that I have simple explanations, which by the way are available for free on YouTube, whether you use the books or not, but they do align up with those books. So students are sent to that video, they can look at that at home, and if they have questions, if they need my help, if they need me to explain it in a new way, great, we'll do that in the lessons. But often they just need a basic explanation, and a video will do that just fine. Another thing you can flip is anything that you're going to tell your whole studio. I've done this a lot with little composing or improvising prompts that I'm going to ask students to do so that if they watch the video at home, I don't need to explain that again and again in the lesson. Or even if they don't end up watching the video at home, that can be my opportunity to write those notes or do something that otherwise they would have been waiting for me while I did it. So I can play that video even during the lesson to save myself some time to organize something while they do that rather than explaining the same thing the same way all week or all month. I have a great example of that up next. This is about preparing for a concert. And this is a video that I made available to Vibrant Music Teaching members that I recorded really just for my own studio. And then I made it available to members in case they want to use it. But this is the process we go through to prepare for a concert. And it is the same for every student. So we added it into Tanara, which is the practice app I use and students get to watch that as many times as they want to at home and we can show it at the lesson as well. Here's what it looks like. When you're getting ready for a concert, it's really important to practice doing all of the steps that you're gonna do in the actual concert. So at home for your practice, I want you to start sitting away from your piano. For example, I'm sitting over here, so I'm gonna pretend I'm in the audience. I'm thinking about the student before me and they're playing something and then they're gonna get up and bow and walk away from the piano and everyone's gonna be clapping. That's when I get up and I walk to the piano. So I'm practicing that. If I have a book to play my piece, it's with me. And I put it up on the stand and open it to the piece I'm gonna play. 
The next step is to check your bench, make sure it's at the right distance. I need to move mine back. Then sit there with your hands in your lap. Next, raise them up to the keys and take a breath. Think about where you are on the piano and where you need to be for your piece. Take your time with this. There's no rush to start right away. Take your deep breath and then begin your piece. Once you've finished your piece, take your hands off the piano, float them in the air, back onto your lap. If you have a book, pick it up next. Stand up, walk around the bench, face your imaginary audience. So I'm gonna pretend mine are over here. Take a bow all the way down. So it's not just this much, it's a proper bow to say, you're welcome to the audience while they're applauding and then walk back to your seat. So you should do that every time you practice your concert piece in the lead up to the concert, cause it'll help you get ready. So just to review those steps, you walk up to the piano, you put your book on the stand if you have one and open it up. You sit with your hands in your lap, raise them gently to the keys, take a deep breath, start your piece, play it through, finish it, float your hands back to your lap, get up, take your book if you have one, walk around the bench, take a bow and walk back to your seat. So as I said, you can use that if you're a Vibrant Music Teaching member, but that's not really the point. The point is that you can record videos just like that. That is not a fancy video. It's not on a fancy camera like this one is right here. It's just on my webcam. And you don't even need that. You can use your phone. You can use anything. You'll see I go off out of shot a little bit for the bow and I just left it in. It's fine. They get the picture, okay? These things do not have to be perfect. So recording videos like that, for theory concepts, for composing, for concert practices. Once you start the ball rolling with those and start to flip things out of your lessons, you will find more and more opportunities to do things like that. And it's gonna save you so much lesson time. So those were my 12 different ideas. Once you get started with these, the possibilities are endless and you'll be so much more aware of your language. And honestly, I believe you'll be a better teacher for it because how we communicate with our students is so, so important to our overall teaching and how effective we are. Do let me know if you have any questions and best of luck saving some lesson time in your lessons. Okay, I hope that gave you some food for thought. Now let's think about the other time you spend in your studio or in your business, and that is spent on office admin for most of us. So we have another course, which is called Office Unleashers. And in that one, this is one of the tips I share, which is about saving time using a very simple method. Some things we do need to do ourselves. We can't outsource them. We can't automate them, but they are kind of repetitive just in specific ways that mean we need to do some selecting. So for example, if you're replying to a lot of parent emails and they often ask the same kinds of things, you can make yourself some templates. Now we have a whole set of email templates inside Vibrant Music Teaching, and you can also make your own. Just set up something like a Google Doc or a Word document and start saving the responses you send. It doesn't mean you're going to copy paste them exactly and just send them off the same every time. But it does save you a huge amount of time if you have a starting point. So any time a parent or a student or anyone really asks you a question that you think might come up almost the same way again, 
just copy your response after you've written it and put it in this doc and they'll start to build up and you can tweak them as you go and put in little blanks where you want to put in people's names and bits you want to adjust each time. Another thing that can help save you a lot of time in the copy-paste department is actually using a text expander or an autofiller. So I use a little text expander on Mac, which is called A-Text. You can also use the one that's built into Macs and iPhones, or there are different programs for Windows, for Android phones, all those sort of things. But if you have things that you write again and again, those milliseconds, those tiny amounts of time do add up. So for some examples of what's in my text expander, I have email signatures, so like warm regards, you'll see me write a lot, or with appreciation, chat soon, all of those are actually text expanders for me. So I just write three letters in reality and it expands to that. So I'm still choosing which way I want to sign off my emails. It's not like it's added automatically because honestly, I'm not a fan of that when every email ends the same way from a certain person and you can tell, but I do have those auto expand so that I don't have to type out the full warm regards, comma, new line, Nicola, every time. And that does save a surprising amount of time. Other things I have are like my website addresses and my email addresses. I have a few different ones. So I have codes for those. I also have codes for the colors that we use in the site. Anything that you write more than once can be a little shortcut that saves you some typing time. Consider different ways you could use copy paste and text expander apps in your communications and in the things you do in your business. I hope those two tips give you some food for thought, some thinking points on how to save time. If you are a member, you can find those full courses. Again, they were called Lesson Time Liberators and Office Unleashers. Those full courses are in the course library. If you're not a member, you can sign up at vibrantmusicteaching.com. Vibrant Music Teaching membership costs less than the price of one lesson each month. That is totally worth it for all of the courses, games, resources, downloadables, printables that you can get access to as a member, as well as a fabulous community support you'll find inside. Go to vmt.ninja and become part of the revolution.